0: Hello and welcome to another edition of No Lights Paranormal Podcast, where three, now four, nerdy podcasters sit down to discuss spooky moments from the web that we have found and read and discuss. My name is Joe. I'm the lead investigator.
1: My name is Teresa. I am the researcher. And please let me welcome our fourth member. This is Liv. Hi, Liv. Say hello. Hello, Tell everybody. What you do? Hello. So, Liv is phenomenal. She has joined us and she's going to be our historian slash researcher slash investigator slash whatever it is we need her to do. Um, yeah. Tell, yeah. You can you can tell them about you if you want. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I am not new into the paranormal, but I have been tiptoeing around for the last, I don't know, t- 12 years or so. Took a step back. Then I... Randomly found these lovely people on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I got the opportunity to meet them. Now here I am. Did my first investigation with them last Thursday at the Old Paulding Jail,
1: which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to be a part of the team to help, you know, all that good Broaden stuff. the brain. I dig it. I dig the it. Brain. Yes. And <laughs> then, of course, we have.
2: I am your archmage of adapters. The tech
0: wizard, Alex. <laughs> Jesus. the <laughs> <laughs> Mage Arsh- of Adapters. I love that.
1: Oh, my god! It gets worse or better every week. That's probably worse. No, I just see an
0: electrician out there being like, oh, God. Oh, my God,
1: right? So today we have decided to uh, cover Haunted Lighthouses. Yes. Ooh. Mm, I'm so excited about this one. It's a good one. Yes. So uh, which one of us wants to begin? Are we, are we um,
0: good? I think I was going to go second. You want to flip forward to see who goes first?
1: Well, yeah. How about nose goes? Nose goes. What's that? I don't even know.
0: You know what? Yeah, Teresa's like going first. Okay, I got this. I got this. She hit her nose first. She's going first. It's oh, I just, thought you were talking about size in nose. I called it off. It's just uh, he has a he has a nose. Yeah, his nose is
1: a little bigger than mine, but that's okay. I'm six five. Right.
2: I'm glad we have a video podcast so people can see yeah, that. Yeah, pretty I. Well, that's why I made
1: sure I'm 120 pounds, five foot. Oh, you <laughs> know it. No, I'm 5'5", <laughs> damn it. Anyway, so I started out, and mine's actually a little bit different than than just your, your standard. So I decided to go with Tybee Island uh, that is in Georgia.
2: Heads up to my sister if she's listening. She goes there all the time. Uh Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Which there is also a lighthouse on Tybee Island that is Tybee Lighthouse. And it has a lot of great stories. So the reason I'm starting out talking about the island first is because you kind of have to understand a little bit of the history before you can understand the paranormal stuff that surrounds the lighthouse itself. For starters... We all know about haunted Savannah. Savannah, Georgia is one of the most haunted cities in the U S and potentially around the world, quite honestly. So in the 1920s, it was actually 1920 is when the yellow fever epidemic started and it claimed the lives of about 700 people. Then of course you've got the civil war, all the older homes were made as hospitals for the wounded and dying soldiers. Um, not good. Um, Colonial Park Cemetery. There were actually soldiers who dug up graves. I heard about that. Yeah, that yeah. way they could get inside get the in- graves yeah. and keep warm. So that's I that's that's screwed up. That's screwed um, up. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, there were lots of of really bad incidents as well. So for starters, um, there was a group of folks down there, and they were uh, doing one of their don't even know what we're talking about they were doing one of their it, i think it was a, a some type of a potentially i don't know buddhist religion or something i'm not even sure anyway so these guys got together and it was an entire family organization and they were down at the mouth of the river that leads right out into tybee island and they were taking a statue of uh, a god that they worship walking it down into the river and it was they were going to do this whole little religious ceremony
0: yeah no.
1: Well, unfortunately, the waters right there are super, super choppy. There's an undercurrent. It's basically like being in a washing machine. So five of them were washed out um, into the waters, into the bay, and unfortunately, three of them um, came back. H- how are we going to say this? Unalived. Unalived. <laughs> there Unalived. you go. Unalived. Unalived. So, I mean, I think you
2: can just say D. dead. It's
1: fine. <laughs> they were dead. They were super dead. it's a
2: K word. You
1: can't. Yeah, I don't even know.
0: Yeah. But just, yeah. Um, we'll go with unlived.
1: They were super dead. Yeah. No, we said like, dead gone. Like, dead is fine. Like, we just don't, so we so, used, we don't we say used used the S word. So we opted
2: out as opposed to the S word? They opted like, out. Like you opted out of?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, anywho. Disagree. Um, all kinds, all kinds of horrible stuff. Right off of Tybee Island, there was a 15-year-old girl who was swimming um, and she was struck by lightning and killed.
0: Horrible look.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. And this was just in 2021, so this was not all that long ago. Seriously? Yeah, crazy shit. Crazy shit. Um, there are so many other horrible stories that took place on this island. Uh, for starters, in the mid-1800s, three bodies washed ashore on Tybee Island right near the lighthouse. They have no idea where the bodies came from. They have no idea who they were uh it's never been solved nobody was ever reported missing just three bodies (laughs) yeah just three dead bodies they have no idea that's wild so these guys have been seen on the beach where their bodies washed up um just in this one this one this one's difficult i'm sorry about this one uh just just in may of this year a small two-year-old girl um was that was last
0: month
1: yes she was in a parking lot with her parents and she kind of got away from them a little bit, and she got hit by a truck, and she died. Wow. And people have seen her spirit as well, and I am I am so incredibly sorry for family or friends of this particular little girl. I, I hate to talk about her like that, but I do ghost stories, I'm sorry. Um, or the job. Well, yeah. let's
0: face it, it we're Paranormal Investigators Tragedy as part of our as our It community.
1: unfortunately is, yes. It's and our forte. I, I mean, and I know this one. our middle name facts and this one this one unfortunately was was really really recent so that yeah like super that's literally literally a month ago ago. Yeah. yeah um so then uh we have a really awesome story from tybee island so this one is actually cool and it involves a bit of a celebrity as well so um there was this story in a newspaper and here's here's how the story goes i met two sisters whose grandmother lived on tybee island she lived on 12th terrace and they would often visit her during the summer for long stretches of time they called her nana nana was a very patient grandmother but the girls would sometimes annoy her with their rowdy behavior see she especially hated when they'd run out the back and slam the screen door behind them every time this happened nana would yell don't slam the screen door
2: Hmm. like most grandmas that sounds familiar exactly
1: (laughs) Well, many, many years went by. Eventually, Nana passed away. The house was sold to a rental company. In the 90s, Robert Downey Jr. was filming The Gingerbread Man in Savannah, and he made an agreement with the film executives that he would be able to stay on the beach. Well, he ended up renting Nana's old home on 12th Terrace. So, uh, Mr. Downey Jr., Invited his entire entourage to stay with him in the apartment and apparently they threw wild parties. They stayed uh, for several months during filming at the end of the stay his assistant was asked to fill out a comment card. Um, he, He said glowing things about the house. They loved it. They'd recommend it to their friends and they wanted to come back to Tybee and stay there at 12th Terrace, but Mr. Downey also wrote something very interesting at the bottom of the comment card. He said, um, there's only one thing I want to know. Who's the woman who keeps shouting, don't slam the screen door? Hmm. Hmm. Old man. So I thought that was phenomenal. I love music robbert Robert Downey Jr. Oh my God, he's so amazing. He is. And Robert. beautiful. robbert 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 <laughs> Did <laughs> I say that like that? Yeah. <laughs> robbert robbert well, it's French, you know. There you go. A little go. twist on it. I don't think he's French, Robbie. actually, but... No, oh. <laughs> he's not. Listening. So... so anyway, no. back to the story. <laughs> Mr. Downey, I apologize. Sorry, We Mr. really do love you. No, I love that. So, Tybee Lighthouse, obviously, is built right on the coast, uh, right near... The island itself is not entirely humongous, so it's very, very near where all of these horrid things happened. Um, so... Staff members in the lighthouse have witnessed seeing an apparition of a man in the first assistant keeper's house and hearing footsteps, like, in a pretty constant fashion. The head keeper's house has claims of hearing whistling and the front door trying to be opened, like, handle jiggling kind of thing. There was a psychic in there once who claimed that there were two child spirits in the yard jumping rope, and she says that she saw a man and a light keeper... At, who was dressed as a lightkeeper in front of the lighthouse. Uh, and there have been sightings of a five-year-old girl running down the steps of the lighthouse, warning visitors not to travel up any further into the lighthouse. Hmm. So, <laughs> there's no joke. <laughs> that's interesting, though. All
0: of us kind of did it. That's rough, buddy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? With craziness, though, um, unfortunately... I I have no no actual historical stories to back up why these hauntings exist these are just stories that are told Um, so Tybee Island obviously the lighthouse is the oldest and tallest lighthouse in all of Georgia Uh, it is also one of the most intact lighthouses remaining in America to this day however it wasn't always in such great shape in uh, 1732 is when it was originally ordered to be built Uh, It was completed being built in 1736. In 1741, a massive, massive storm washed uh, in and just basically took it out. It was a hurricane, but back in the 1700s, we didn't really record hurricanes so much. But that's what had happened. Uh, The following year, it was rebuilt. uh, And this time around, they used stone and wood rather than just wood. um, And the lighthouse tower was not illuminated this time either, and it hadn't been throughout throughout its construction. It did, however, support a very tall flagpole. Not sure why that's important. Uh, after the second lighthouse was swept away by encroaching tides and erosion, a third lighthouse was built in 1773. They were busy back then. Right? Jeez. This one was made of very sturdy brick with wooden stairs and landings. Uh, and the base of this one remains to this day. In 1790, uh, when Georgia ratified the Constitution, um, they upgraded the lighthouse, put reflectors and candles in there. Uh, soon it was upgraded to an oil lamp, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and a second tower was added about 1,000 feet from where uh, the current site sits. Uh, the second tower was put up in 1822. There's there's a ton. There's just there's a ton of craziness, but the biggest stories are this little 5-year-old girl. So, there was a story about a tour guide who was taking some folks through it, and there was he said he had a group of 6 tourists and he started up the stairs and then he stopped and he turned to like, you know, gesture out the window and be like, "Hey everybody, look, you know, you can see the bay from here." And a woman Um, apparently this little girl walked up to her and, or maybe just appeared there and she was like, yeah, you, you can't go up any further. Don't go up there. So they're like, what the f- That would make you want to go up there. Exactly. Yeah, I would run. But the woman didn't realize that it was a spirit. (laughs) So she's like, why is this little girl like warning us that we can't go up there? So she's talking to the tour guide, and she's like, hey, what is going on here? I
2: believe kids. Yeah.
1: And, like, like they're all looking around, and they're like, there's no little girl here. Like, who the hell are you talking about? So, yeah, and, and this is not the first time. She does this a lot, and nobody even really knows where she came from. Hmm. Smarter but go like go a in in. you can It could be, yeah. Right. Just one of those like floating kind of Exactly. She just kind of shows. Yeah, it shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, vacation. No. So I just thought this lighthouse was really cool. And the biggest thing for me is obviously history. You guys know how I am about history. about history. But no, we're, not sure we're, we're, we're talking about. Just because light. we have the throat like you did. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking You're about a 145 <laughs> foot tall lighthouse that is the absolute oldest lighthouse in all of Georgia. And one of the oldest lighthouses in the U.S. in general. No. Um, this ha- this thing has seen <coughs> everything. And Damn. Joe's got the cough this week. Yeah, it's cough. me again this week. So, I I just absolutely love this lighthouse. And hopefully we can get mm. out to Tybee to investigate it one day. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's I, I'm down really for a road really trip. That would be. I'd be loving it. Yeah. I mean,
0: look, I really hope the listeners don't, like, listen to other podcast and hear me cough through all the other ones and be like, I hope he's okay.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. They probably don't. <laughs> so yeah,
2: little sister, if you're listening, go visit the lighthouse. Tell us if there's a little girl on the stairs. And please yes. Take a
1: lot of pictures, yeah. please. Yeah, That's, know. That'd be great.
0: Or an audio. That'd be cool, too. Yeah, oh, I would really. love
1: that. I'll even buy me a recorder. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just be our investigator for a day. Please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So I'm assuming... Yes. That's you head on that.
1: That is my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Love that for you. So mm. now
0: we'll go into the story that I found a little bit. Um, I chose to stick closer to home in the state of Ohio, uh, mostly because I think I missed it on the last podcast. Uh, I've been to this one personally. I have not investigated it, but I've been up there when I visited Putin bay. Mm. Um, It is <laughs> it is the South Bass, South Bass Lighthouse in put bay Yeah, Bath. Uh, I'm sure you can take a bath there, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, It is, (laughs) yeah. Uh, When I was up there, we took a tour of it and everything, and we weren't allowed to go in because it is owned by the Ohio State University. Go Bucks! I'm working Uh, on this.
1: Yes, go Bucks.
0: So yeah, uh, a lot of stories they were telling us up there is a lot of what I looked up, Mm. but um, it's eerie just seeing it personally. And you look at it, and you can see stuff in the windows. You can see stuff. The basement well, is that's a pretty old one, too, though. Yes, huh? but I'll get into the story. Um, like I said, it's owned by the Ohio State or the Ohio State University, but previously housed lightkeepers in the late 1890s. It's a two and a half story Victorian home and has a Fresno light lens that helps sh- ships spot the shore when vis- visibility was low. There's a lot of tongue tied stuff. In there. So,
1: what's funny is that, um Tybee Lighthouse had the same exact one back in the early 1900s, and when uh, the war, when when World War I kicked in, um, there was a bunch of troops and stuff that were headed down in that direction. So they grabbed that lens and just like took off with it because it was so incredibly valuable that they didn't want to get it stolen.
0: Hmm. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, the first lighthouse keeper's name was Harry Riley. Uh, He lived on the island with his assistant, Sam Anderson. Both of these people, however, met an untimely end, and their story is kind of odd. Mm. Uh, There was rumors going around about, I believe it was Sam, that he was, first of all, he was eccentric, Mm. so he's a little bit odd, but he collected snakes from around the island, and then kept them in the basement of the lighthouse.
1: I'm assuming living snakes.
0: I would assume the same. Okay. I don't know why somebody would keep... Well, well, people would never, never, never know. Another episode. Uh, <laughs> like but catch it, kill it, and keep it.
1: You just don't know, me. Look at Jeffrey penitentiary. Keep in mind of the basement, because that comes up boots, later in the story.
0: Uh, after the smallpox work. epidemic hit, mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. was kind of worn, kind of like COVID. Hey, stay inside your house. Don't spread this. Keep inside your house. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, however, that affected the two lighthouse keepers a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. As Sam threw Ooh. himself off the cliff.
1: So sorry. Can everybody hear that thunder? We're having our very first summer thunderstorm. We really are.
0: Yeah. So Sam. He threw himself off the cliff because he went just the insanity of being guy? Yes. alone for so long. Maybe yes. it's because he it didn't
1: kill the snakes.
0: I don't. I don't know. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Sam threw himself off the cliff. They found his body washed up on shore a couple days later. However, the lighthouse owner they couldn't find. Until a few days later, when I found him wandering around, and he didn't even know his own name. Oh, wow. Uh, He was later declared clinically insane. So he wasn't in his right mind. (sighs) This is kind of where the story goes from back then to now. As I was up there getting a tour of it, uh, the tour guide told me that no one has ever stayed there overnight. And that the basement is They just run out. And the basement is closed off. No one is allowed to go down there. The university shut it. I wonder if there's still a bunch of snakes. Down, like, I if That's why there. I said, remember the basement, because yeah. they used to run ghost tours out of there. And every single one of them ran out screaming.
1: No shit.
0: A couple of the people that oh did God. investigations tried to stay the night in the basement, and now they're in the psych ward.
1: Wait, um, what? Yes. Paranormal investigators <clears throat> ended up in the psych ward? Yes. Okay, that we're, was, we're super going. Ohio, that was told to me by Ohio, Ohio State, honey, get us in, please.
0: Sorry, I won't be able to come into work next week. That was told to me by the tour guide himself, That's amazing. herself. Whether or not it's actually true, I don't know. I haven't researched that myself. Oh, um, God, Zach has been. But yeah, it, it was It was an interesting time up there. I thought it was really cool. I'm going to bypass that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, the
0: fact that the lighthouse keeper himself went insane, whether or not from being alone up there the whole time, and then this dude Anderson collected snakes. Who knows what they were doing? Whatever
1: is happening to people nowadays, maybe happened to him. Yes,
0: possibly. But even still, when I was there, I was looking out the window, saw somebody walking by the window. Oh, shit. They said that happens all the time. Uh, Yeah, so that's one story. The other story is.
1: As, As. If anybody out there has any connections to OSU, please let us know because we would absolutely be totally down for that.
0: Yes. Um, This other story that I have found, because I actually have two because both of them are kind of short. This one kind of leads me into, because I'm picking next week, so this kind of leads me into my story. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Fairport Harbor Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was constructed in 1871. Um, I did have to take notes for this because I memorized it because I loved it. Mm. Uh, The owners of it. Family lived there. Everything, everything was so pathetic. They had a cat. Uh, just forgot the cat's name. So, anyways, the original owner of this house, the wife, contracted a disease mm. and became ill. They said the cat never left her side.
1: Yeah, she was uh, bedridden. If I'm correctly reading. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, yeah, it was uh, Captain Joseph Babcock was the, the head keeper of the lighthouse. Interesting. His wife contracted disease, Mary, and then died. Oh. Um, but yeah they also said that her son passed away so it was there was a whole bunch of traumatic oh, stuff oh, that happened right oh, uh, however they had a cat who was named Sentinel he was Ooh, a great cat that? Sentinel oh, okay. so he's a great cat stayed by her stayed by her side the entire time never left her side as soon as she died the cat disappeared that then and, and has been seen wandering around the not only the house, but the grounds around the house. Ever since, as far as two years ago,
1: oh, he has been seen. Shit, isn't that the one where they were like doing excavation or something, and they found him? Yeah. Yes,
0: they were actually putting air conditioning into the actual house, uh. and as they were calling through the duct, they found the mummified body of Sentinel.
1: Oh my goodness! So
0: this one actually has a bearing of truth to it, because why would you? mummify a cat
1: well that's, I mean like yeah cat, but yeah. like I mean mummified though I mean that could just be because he was in a crawl space when he passed away and you know it basically preserved no it was wrapped oh that's fucked up <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so that leads me into I'll tell later after Alex tells his story um my topic for next week okay that's, so that's that's. go ahead oh it's going to be on animals um Pretty much supernatural animals. Love it. Animals that lead into, that can see the supernatural because as we know, dogs and cats have a sixth sense yes. when it comes to that. Oh yeah, or even as far as cats in Egypt are considered gods, were considered gods. They, they
1: literally helped fairy souls so, uh, to, to the... To yes, the, to and even yeah. forest guardians
0: yeah. are usually seen as stag. Mm-hmm. So yeah, animals in the supernatural and spiritual world—what they mean and all that story. I dig from it. There. I I don't dig like it. the
2: movie Cemetery or Pet Cemetery. That yes. was just yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
1: sorry, but small children, small dead children. Fuck that. Yeah. So,
0: but yeah, that's my story. Alex, it's on to you. I love it.
2: All right, on to me then. So I am going to delve into the mysterious and haunted history of the Yakina Bay Lighthouse in Mm -hmm. Newport, Oregon, which was built in 1871. Um, So this story begins with a young girl named Muriel Trevenard. In 1899, Laysha Miller, a magazine writer for the Pacific Monthly magazine, uh, penned a chilling tale entitled The Haunted Light at Newport by the Sea. Uh, story goes... That Muriel's father, a seaman, uh, left her snooker, at a snooker. boarding house. And it is within the confines of this story uh, that the haunted legend of the lighthouse was born. Turns out that Muriel and a group of curious children stum- stumbled upon an abandoned lighthouse on a hill. Uh, they embarked on an adventure, exploring its nooks and crannies until they discovered a linen closet in the upper floor. Uh, To their surprise, the wainscoting, for all of you people that are unaware, basically old-school drywall, uh, had been removed, revealing a deep hole that seemed to descend endlessly into the bluff below. Intrigued, the children conducted a daring experiment. They dropped lit pieces of paper down the mysterious hole, but no bottom could be seen. Uh, A dense fog then rolled in, shrouding their surroundings in an eerie atmosphere, and they decided to explore abandon their exploration and return (laughs) to safety Um, (laughs) that is up until muriel however uh was leaving and realized that she had left her handkerchief behind and ventured back in alone to retrieve it her friends alarmed by her absence uh followed closely behind to their horror they discovered that the hole in the lighthouse had vanished Um, replaced by the chilling sight of a pool of blood. Hmm. Hmm. What the fuck? What? So, supposedly, they heard her scream, they turned around, they ran back in, no sign of Muriel. Just a pool of blood, and the whole... No, like,
0: footprints or anything? So the girl that went back in to retrieve her handkerchief was gone. Yes. Yes.
2: So, despite an extensive search by authorities, Muriel's body was never found, and her presumed killer was never apprehended.
1: Um, well, what about the whole descending into nothingness? Did she fall in it?
0: That we well, like described the, the whole blood. Nobody does.
1: Well, does she like go in the air?
0: It was the predator.
1: Maybe she huh. smacked her head in it, bled, and then she fell well, in. I don't even know. I'll be honest.
2: So years later, in the nineteen forties, uh, the lighthouse faced the threat of demolition. Hmm. Uh, however, fate intervened in the form of its haunted reputation. Oh wow. A group, of concerned rec- uh, a group of concerned residents, recognizing the historical significance and the ghostly tales surrounding the lighthouse, banded together and formed the Lincoln County Historical Society. Phenomenal. And mm. then, actually, it was a wealthy industrialist from Ohio that grew up in Oregon that ended up fronting the money for this. Phenomenal. It's um, a great story. So, here's the funny part. It has been come to light recently that that story was completely made up. Nice. Now, this is where it gets more interesting. My distant.
1: mind is blown. Right.
2: So, this guy back in 1899 apparently completely made this story up huh. Smart. and put it in this magazine. Uh, this is where it gets interesting though. The tale does not end there. In 1975, Uh, a tale was recounted from a hitchhiker who sought shelter at the lighthouse homeless with no money for a room he unrolled his sleeping bag within its walls and that night an otherworldly sight greeted him as he lay inside a ghostly young woman materialized outside one of the lighthouse windows and calmly assured him that he need not worry and that he would find work the following day and astonishingly her words proved true so in 1975, despite the fact that there is no reason for a haunting in this building whatsoever this tale has been passed down for 70 years and this hitchhiker randomly stayed the night in this lighthouse and saw the ghost of a little girl so this 100%,
1: 100% leads into our whole discussions about mind over matter can enough people believing something make it true? For I that story, it does. absolutely
2: have that strange, like, driving... I have always been the one to say, if if there's no story, but you slowly start seeping a story about this haunted place, and over the course of a couple generations even, everybody begins believing that this place is haunted. Does that make it haunted?
1: Well, I mean, the, the teeniest, tiniest bits of our energy going into this story over time builds into a big amount of energy that potentially could take on a life of its own, just I, like a residual haunting. Yeah, I
0: could see that. Like, the more people, like, putting their energy into believing that it's true... Absolutely. ...it's going to feed on and build
1: it and to make it true. what gives you the most energy output? Happiness. Fear. And fear. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So apparently the, this
2: guy's not the only person to have seen things, but he's the only documented one. It was literally in a newspaper article That,
0: that is.
1: Absolutely, impressively, amazing. That is really cool. I actually, wish you would have oh. said
0: what the the person actually looked like to see if I've matched the description of the fake I mean, person. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> not. That would have been. Sadly,
2: they didn't give me that right, much right, information because that would have been like,
0: that's well, actually, there's
1: a cool." That's a cool story, though. Yeah, yeah, there's all the information. I'm both of So, <laughs> yeah, I know. That, the fun that, part that, that, that I enjoy
2: about this is the thing that I like about ghost hunting and doing paranormal investigations is it's all theory. It's mm-hmm. It's all mm-hmm. hypothesis and theory, and maybe this is supposed to be this, but nobody actually knows for sure.
1: Not a clue. No. no. So it's all just testing it's cool to new believe stuff. In it, though. Absolutely, it's really cool. Well, I mean, I know that all the skeptics I know that there's some shit that's that, like, okay, so I mean, i, I seeing is believing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes seeing is not believing because your mind can play tricks on you. But I have seen enough things to know that my brain can't possibly be playing tricks on me or maybe its and isn't, I'm just absolutely fucking psychotic.
0: I mean, true.
1: Right. Maybe that's you guys have me on the team. <laughs> we needed another. With you
0: around, we appear less psychotic.
1: Less psychotic. Thanks, Joe. So, actually really funny, interesting about that is you were saying that um, the lighthouse was, was saved from demolition by people who came about and made a historical society. Which is super interesting because, as everybody knows, we just got back from Old Pauling Jail last week. Oh, so cool. And same exact thing. The building was slated for demolition by the city mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's an old building. And then when the current owner uh, found the building, Shelly, she um, she literally saved the building from being demolished. And now See, it is what theories? it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so yeah, same exact thing. Sometimes even like the wanderer is, spirits. Like oh the yeah, and, like, you know, which is hilarious because didn't she originally exactly. to wander too? It's
0: like a little safe haven for the spirits and you like save them. Agreed, wholeheartedly. Did she originally say it was owned by
1: a historical society? No, it was never owned by the historical society. it wasn't the city. It was owned by the city. Yeah, or maybe it was a private owner. I can't actually remember what she said about that.
0: No, I guess but what she said was private.
1: One way, way or the story. other, the city we was was. Back. The city was really determined to just just go ahead and be done with it and just get rid of the building altogether until obviously she bought it and now she's in the process of restoring it. It was a construction
2: company in Florida. That's right. That's
0: That's what it was. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yep, me too. No, it was definitely the coolest experience of my life. We had
1: a lot of interesting things happen. It
0: was the best night of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't
1: feel bad for all of your boyfriends. I'll leave for them. Just kidding. Sorry. I
0: I like, I see what you did with the discussion thing. Ah, yes, because I do think talking about something actually brings in health. Fucking religions have been made that way. Oh, yeah, agreed. Yes, I do actually think talking about something actually puts energy into it, and if enough people do it, can actually make it real. Uh, they've had multiple TV shows even say the same thing. Supernatural oh, even did that, where they were investigating a house or they went in there to look at a legend, and people's belief in it made it real. Right. But I it was mean, due to a certain artifact uh, that did that. We but, can
1: even go all the way back to that show Charmed about you know the three the yeah. three witches. They actually oh. had an episode very similar to that, where it was some sort of a demon or something that uh, you know enough people believed in him that he that he actually manifested. Yeah. So. Yeah, interesting. There's a lot
2: of stories the same way, and like I said, this you you got to take into consideration. Uh, before the hitchhiker story, there was literally a hundred years of this haunted story that so, yeah. everybody in the neighborhood knew. It apparently this story is literally on placemats and restaurants in the town.
1: That's amazing. That's really. Cool. <laughs> I want a placemat.
0: I, I
2: mean, I want play place Because now, line. whether it's true or not, the yeah.
1: story itself is
0: historic. Like, it's it's a legend. So, yeah.
1: if if anybody happens to live in that vicinity and you can purchase it, us uh, one of those placemats Newport, Oregon. Four. four. Okay. In Newport, Oregon. One or four. Four would be better, but one would work. One mm. would work. Uh, we will put on. it in our office yeah. and, and we will. Uh, Shout you it. out. Cherish it. We will cherish that for forever. Yeah. That would be cool to have, like, get collectibles from Heck yeah yeah Heck yeah have like a shrine of it yeah i don't i don't need to go like you know crazy with like haunted items but i would love to no have dolls. some like memorabilia or something that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah
0: a no thing with dolls now no dolls dolls no. are bad
1: dolls are no bad. dolls dolls are creepy yep no literally
2: so another thing on the topic of lighthouses and it actually kind of harkens back to what joe was saying with his story is one thing you got to remember about these places that make them mm-hmm. so different from other haunted places is the isolation itself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most of these places are fairly remote. Even the ones that are not, uh, yep. you had one lighthouse keeper, and either you moved your whole family there or you were just there by yourself. There's and some it, that yeah. are on islands. Yeah, that are it wasn't until
0: a certain type that they or a certain time that they actually had two people there at a the time yeah. to alleviate that aloneness. In um, that,
1: so you were telling us a story. Uh, prior to recording about a lighthouse that would freeze over?
0: That was Drew that was saying that, but yes. Oh! The bridge to get there would freeze over, and it would literally the one on Mac 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 Island in yeah. uh, Michigan.
1: Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, shout out to our friend Drew. Thank you so much for Drew. participating and telling us that story. Uh, yeah, he was saying that this this one particular lighthouse... Um, you know, winter storms would would blow in, and the wind, and the water, and all that good stuff, and it would actually freeze the bridge getting to the lighthouse, making it so there was absolutely no access to it whatsoever, to the point that it would even freeze the door closed, so the lighthouse keeper was just inevitably stuck until spring thaw. And, yeah. unfortunately, that level of isolation um, drove him absolutely insane.
0: See, I would absolutely love it. <laughs> like, yeah, that Man, wouldn't... I ain't got nobody bothering me out here. I'm I don't know if that would
1: bother me in the least. But, but
0: nowadays, people could probably do that because there would be no cell phone service out there. <laughs> true enough.
1: True enough. God forbid you can't have your, uh, your I don't know, whatever, Facebook? Cell phone. Sure.
0: In general, just say cell phone. I mean, Public then they wouldn't phone. be able to listen to our
2: podcast. So.
0: I mean, that's
1: yeah. true. This 100% Download. takes me back <laughs> to uh, the Eddie Murphy, Dr. Dolittle movie. And she's. What am I gonna do without my cell phone? Oh, huh. <laughs> I was wondering how you were gonna relate that. I absolutely love that.
0: But no, the, the, the and this is why I kind of like the the original statement of you doing the lighthouses, uh, because I it, just alone in itself, like lighthouses are captivating. Yeah, they're, they truly are. Yeah, they're beautiful pieces I can't of artwork. My house on them. And, mm-hmm. um, Maybe it has something to do with the lenses. I don't know because they have to use a certain type of lens. Maybe that draws into something, but also spirits draw off the energy from the ocean. They draw off water sure, and all that. Water, absolutely. Uh, so there's a lot of conduits going into it Facts. for the paranormal. There um, tends to
2: be a lot of granite. Sandstone, copper, right. things like that—all the things that make as supernatural. As well. <laughs> all yeah. the supernatural. all the magnetized rocks. Yeah, all those lovely little batteries. But
0: even still, just the extreme isolation that lighthouse owners or even workers yeah. had. What's nothing can come come, come cold. Uh, English, not today. Uh, nothing can come close to that.
1: on me for my English. See, well, yeah,
0: that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's always. Yeah, you're, entertaining you're, to look into that.
1: You're it's, absolutely correct. I mean, how how do you combat something like that when you are just literally just stuck in a place? Like you're doing a great job. You're doing a great service. You're you're you know, literally saving lives out on the water. Um, but like you're in there by yourself yeah. for months and months and months. I
0: mean, we touched on it last week in the, in the ghost ships. Exactly. You're out there for months and months and months out on the water. You're not by yourself. You have your crewmen. Yeah. But as we all know, there's only so much one person can tolerate. Humans for so long. Facts. It, it, it's a long, lonely life when you decide to go into that service.
1: And you so, know what? Thankfully, it's it's not like that anymore. There are still there are still countries out there who do have the occasional lighthouse that just has one or two keepers. Very very traditional. But the, <laughs>
0: Those are called mechanics. Where <laughs> right. do the, I sign up for that job? <laughs> the
1: vast majority of lighthouses have been upgraded to the point that now most of them are automated and they don't mm-hmm. require somebody to be there 24-7. So, yeah. You yeah. really you really don't get that anymore.
0: No. And, and that's why you... Which is odd because most people don't think of lighthouses as haunted. I always... I've, no, yeah. So A lot either, of people I, I knew, they don't. I just Real feel like lighthouses
1: yet. just scream like Haunted. creepy. Well, that's because creepy. that's
0: where our mind goes. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> well, I mean. That makes sense. But not, to not John Public,
0: they see a lighthouse and they're like, that's a unique structure. It's really cool. They don't tend to think of all that. 95% of
1: lighthouses are old. Like, yeah. As, yeah. You know, well, well yeah, maybe that's just our yeah. paranormal investigator brains kicking in saying, hey, old building, lots of history, isolation mm-hmm. creates crazy Energy, feelings. Creating. Yeah, so we're just like, our, our, um, our mind goes to home Listen, folks, before there you go. get into
0: that thought that's brewing in your head, I have literally seen this happen in real life. As we're passing by a building, Teresa automatically goes, huh, grabs her phone and starts looking up the address <laughs> oh, to find out. Oh, like
1: Don <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> because every building has a story to tell. It does. And it's so interesting. That's what I was doing on the three-hour car raid bag from Moldy. See? All
0: right. Now, what was the uh, thought that was brewing? I'm only partially crazy. No. So, much
2: to my wife's detriment, who Googles things on her phone immediately as she sees them, uh, what I was going to say, and retort to what you said, is a lot of that has to do with, I think the world itself, the population's short attention span. Oh, God, yes. They they don't take time to think about the building itself. They just look past it, and they're like, pretty building or not pretty building. They don't appreciate it. They don't breathe in. That's right. You don't breathe it in. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. It is. Our ADD can put
1: us back there. I would say they look at the
2: lighthouse as part of the landscape and not a building itself.
1: No, dude, you got to take a big old whiff of that lead paint. Yeah, you got to, like, you know, just breathe it in. I mean, Surrender the moment. <laughs> That's right. No, have no, yourself a sermon. You <laughs> <sit. laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris Porter, my favorite comedian. Ever. <laughs> but even
0: still, most people in the I world nowadays
1: <laughs> have
0: a low tolerance for keeping on track with something. I call it squirrel syndrome. Mm-hmm. Most people will walk in and they'll be like, "Oh, this building's cool, shiny."
1: Yeah. Like just, us? yeah literally like the <laughs> 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 yes so
0: it's it it really takes a certain person to look at a building and pay attention to that kind of detail yeah yeah and then think beyond outside the box
1: yeah.
0: of what like that what building could possibly be
1: exactly yeah exactly mm-hmm. i'm i'm very i'm very like when i walk into a building no matter what the building is whether it's brand new or whether it's really really old but it happens a lot more often when it's an old building you know you kind of look around and you think what have these walls seen or what have Yeah, what have these walls heard huh. like Let's this face it. I don't want Halsey anyone to walk does. into my apartment if these walls and could talk. What <laughs> the walls talk Yeah, there. I don't want to talk about all that This is a well no I'm sorry it's actually not a PG rated <laughs> podcast so. Are we even rated? Uh yeah, I rated us adult oh okay,
0: okay explicit tag. Right. Okay. yeah
1: we do I swear I'm sorry Well, oh, even
0: PG-13 you fine. can say fuck at least once That's
1: true so. enough <laughs> well you just took it away from all the rest of us yeah now You're I welcome. can't say it great. I'm Dang
2: pretty it. sure I've heard it like seven times already so. yeah, okay, yeah
1: yeah okay. yeah. yeah we're, we're gonna stick with the explicit thing because obviously we Thank talk about God right and we talk about like, death and you know not super pleasant things so it's it's important that we you know have the correct audience
0: yes uh, but no, I, I thought this was a very interesting topic and very fun topic, topic to get into because you learn a lot. You even find out there there's lighthouses in places that don't have a need Water? for a lighthouse. Yeah, <laughs> like what
1: in the yeah. heck do you need one for? Yeah.
0: So yeah, no, I enjoyed this one. Good pick, Alex.
1: Yes, very good pick, and, and I'm actually really, really looking forward to yours next week too yeah, with uh, animal stories. Animals. Yeah, I think that's going to be awesome. There's I hope so I didn't set myself ones. up
0: and shoot myself in the foot because I thought about that. Watch you not be able to find anything? Right, right, exactly. No, I read up on that cat and I was like, oh, that's an interesting. That'd be an interesting topic, like animals in the supernatural world, animals that can see into the supernatural world. Well, not I that mean, we can talk to an animal to find out about think it. Think
1: but. about it. Though, there's even lots of paranormal teams you out might. there who take a dog with them, right? because obviously they, they hear and see him more than we do. Right. Well, what about at the Pauline Jail, the, the cat? The cat that was outside.
2: Yeah, guys, no, the cat was outside, guys, but there was a- you're, you're killing the discussion for next week. Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Talking <laughs> to too much continue. about animals at this point, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so, I brought up animals in each of my past stories the past three weeks, so I and mean, that led true. me to this, yeah. like,
1: oh. So with all of that said, we are reaching the ending point of today's episode, so I just wanted to say, um, you know, we have a fourth member now. Everybody, welcome, Liv. Um, she will be posting on the site when she gets an opportunity to do so, as well as the rest of us. We really, really appreciate our listeners from all over the place. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. We do still have aprons available with our logo on them. If anybody would like one, they are ten bucks. Uh, if I'm shipping it outside of the U.S., I'm going to need more for shipping, but twelve bucks here in the U.S. And I'll and I'll ship it to you. Yeah. Um, and uh, come and see us on Facebook at uh, No Lights Paranormal um, the website is still in the works No Lights Para on Twitter and yeah.
0: I recently found out last week that we had yeah you totally <laughs> just found out
1: wait we, we have a Twitter. Twitter we have a Twitter oh cool yes. I'm not the only one <laughs> cool. I don't tweet so I don't tweet either but I'm working on it so <laughs> uh, but if you tweet us I promise I'll see it like I do have notifications on so yeah
0: no yeah, Well yeah, I think we're all talked out and tapped out for today because they're all out and it's 10 o'clock. So.
1: Yeah, we recorded a little late today, so we yeah. are whooped.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was Liz's fault. Oh, it but was, was totally Liz's fault.
1: 100%. She was late. "Night uh, shift worker <laughs> problems, that's my
0: fault. <laughs> but anyways, we will see you guys next week and have a good one, guys.
1: Thanks Bye. so much, guys.